the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott V. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered who you are? Isn't that an interesting question? Who are you? You know, most people can't answer the question, what do you want? You know, in 30 years of working deeply with people, one thing I realized a long time ago is most people don't know what they want. Oh, they can give you a plethora. They can give you a long shopping list. Of things they don't want. Oh, yeah. We are, we know what we don't want. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be the dead end marriage. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in that room with that man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But what do you want? And what do you want so bad that you're willing to function outside your zone called comfort? What do you want so bad that you're willing to be uncomfortable? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? See, those are hard questions to answer. Because, as the saying goes, putting the cart before the horse. Before the hearst. <laughs> before the, that's true for too many people. <laughs> But who are you? Who are you? It is such an important question because from our identity comes everything else but our spirit. Our beliefs and values stem from our identity. Our capabilities stem from our identity. Our behavior stems from our identity, the, the environment which we hang out stems from our identity. And today on Like It Matters Radio, it's post-graduation week. You know, I'm so blessed because after I do a leadership awakening, and if you don't know what leadership awakening is, shame on you. Uh, I'm in the life-changing business. Uh, I'm not here to be your buddy, not here to be your friend, not here to be your guru or your god. I'm here to be a guide. I got one of those Gs, right? Here to be a guide. To help you live the life that God intended for you. To live your life like it matters. To live your life with significance. To live your life like it has value. Because all those things are true. And for 31 years, I've been transforming lives through leadership training. Intensive, 48-hour training, two and a half days that will rock your world. If you don't believe me, stay tuned. Because you're here from two strangers from a week ago who are living their lives totally different today because of 
that training that they went through of mine. So after class, I get a chance to uh, ask people who want to come join me on the radio. Let's bring some people hope. Let's bring some hope. And so I have this transformational process, leadership awakening. I've been doing it for 31 years. And it's not just one process. I have leadership adventure. I have leader uh, communicating with power, EQ, power goal setting classes. I do a lot of stuff. But what I do is I get people to live and examine life. It was philosopher Rene Descartes who posited, I think, therefore I am. However, it was the great Jewish rabbi who said, I trusted, therefore I spoke. We also trust and therefore speak. You see, what we believe about ourselves comes from our self-talk. So where does our self-talk come from? Our self-talk, or what you would call your thinking, comes from our beliefs. And everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. So when we change what we believe about ourselves, everything else changes. And so today, I'm going to be joined by, actually, I was having two guests from Team 248. One just uh, texted me and said, hey, my boss had called a meeting. Sorry, can't be there. I said, that's okay, because I'm some Gumby. It's okay because Jehovah Geppetto is in charge. He's pulling the strings. I am your Pinocchio. And so I was reading an article, found a great article in philosophybreak.com. The gentleman's name is Jack Manden. Jack Maiden. Sorry, Jack Maiden. It was written uh, October of 2020. It says, I think, therefore, I am Descartes. Ogito Ergo Sum explained. You know, Descartes was a philosopher. Uh, he basically got to a low point in his life, depression. And he basically wrote, and at last I will devote myself sincerely and without reservation to the general demolition of my opinions. Do you ever challenge yourself? Do you ever challenge your thinking? When was the last time you unpacked your belief systems? When was the last time you actually asked yourself, what do I believe and is it valid? Is it helping me along the way? And see, Descartes was all about reason, right? He's a mathematician. And you know what Descartes worried about? And too many of us do not worry about this. He worried about if the foundations of knowledge that he was building, if they were not completely solid, then anything built upon them would inevitably collapse. And that's what a lot of us tend not to do with our belief system. We've got to understand it's a house of cards. Descartes decided that, that, that if there was reason to doubt the truth of something, no matter how slim the doubt, then it should be discarded as false. See, this is the way great thinkers used to think. It was Einstein who said, listen, if you can't explain something to a fifth grader, then you don't know well enough. That's where he took the entire universe and put in a simple equation, E equals MC squared. Now, I can't tell you what that means, but it sure does sound simple, does it? And don't confuse simple and easy. See, Descartes struggled to feel convinced by the existence of reliability of anything. He wanted to be convinced. He wanted to be able to prove everything. He went on to say, you know, I, th- I think it was him. I don't remember who said it. The fact that we dream and hallucinate means for Descartes, our senses aren't always trustworthy. Think about this. Have you ever woken from a dream and thought, oh, my gosh, this is so real? 
Have you ever hallucinated and something seemed real? Have you ever sworn to have witnessed something when someone else swears I witnessed something else? Think about this. No one responds to reality. Our perception of the world fails us when it happens that way, and it does. It can be jarring. And this is what happens in life. We go through life. We get disappointed. We get let down. We get abused. We get abandoned. And we start creating a structure called our belief systems. See, we take it for granted that our experience is authentic. So when it proves to be false, it's like a bucket of ice water to the face. If we cannot trust information attains from our senses, then how can we confirm the existence of an external world? And this is the problem. We get so many people that think they're less than. We get so many people that have been programmed with deletions, distortions, with generalizations of false narratives have been put in their head, and they don't know what they're capable of. They don't know who they are. They don't know what their potential is. And that's why I love what I do. And you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. This is not an infomercial. This is hope. That I don't care how good your life is or how much it's struggling. It can be so much better. That's what good enough is. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by. Good enough for government work. Good enough that he or she doesn't walk out the door and leave a note on the wall and take the kids with them. We settle. We leave things on the table. We have a fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, low self-esteem, low self-worth, wanting to be liked. And in my class, I get the chance to have people take a look at their potential, to clean themselves up, to get rid of some of those limiting belief systems, to take a look at some of the deletions, distortions, and generalizations, and then ask themselves, is this getting me what I want, what I need? And so after the break, we're going to be joined by some guests, someone who entered my classroom about six days ago who today, they'll tell you, things look a lot different because I think, therefore, I am. We'll be right back. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we're ringing liberty and truth. We go where you go. Stream Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. 
Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, crosscards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. Crosscards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And yes, if you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, you can read all about what I do. Uh, my next class, I will be in Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, September 21st through 23rd. Uh, we keep our classes small, only 12 people is our target class size. Uh, but um, after that, I'll be back in Minneapolis. I think it's October 16th through the 18th. I'll be back in Las Vegas in November, and then I think my last class of the year, the first weekend of the month in December, will be here in Dallas. Go to likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. Also, this radio show, when this radio show is over, uh, my producer puts it uh, right on our website. So you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, and right after the show is over, about 30 minutes, Spencer usually puts it up. Uh, So it's there, readily available. For those of you interested in a little food from heaven, a little manna, if you will, uh, you can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog, uh, and there you can find scripture. It's not just a uh, nice little t-shirt phrase. Uh, it's actually scripture, and I break it down, and it's uh, more than most people get a Sunday in a church building. So uh, I'm here to serve. I'm here to feed all three parts of you. There's a, there's a body. It's a machine. You got to know how the machine works. There's a mind that runs the machine and the battles in the mind. And so I teach how that works. And then there's a spiritual component to you. Uh, and, uh, we got to deal with that. No matter what you believe about God is, you got to realize there's something above you. You're not the end all, do all, be all. And so when you deal with all three persons, you make a congruent person. And what happens with the congruent person, you start living to your potential. And that's what's cool about our next guest. Here's a guy. It's just a great guy. But again, it doesn't matter if you don't know it. You know, I always ask this question. If someone says they love you, but you don't believe they love you, are you loved? Right? I think about it. Would you give your life for a lie? Most people wouldn't give for truth. And the problem is, Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. 
And outside of your belief in God, the most important belief outside of that one is what do you believe about yourself? Because that really is the superman intellect. Because self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth, those self-things lay a foundation for you to step out, for you to take risks. And knowing who you are and then why you're here. Man, you know, at 57 years old, I can tell you one thing right now. Uh, I'm not worried about what to do today. I never been wondering what to do today. And I'm going to tell you a second thing. Uh, I really don't care what you think about me. If your name was Yahweh, I would. If your name was Mr. Mrs. Black, I would. If your name was Benaiah Black or Christian Black, or Faith Black, or Major Black, I would. But if your name's not one of those, I uh, appreciate your kind words, but I'm not your God. I got one, I'm not him, uh, and I'm not here to please you. I'm here to serve God. But hey, enough about me. Let's go to phone lines, and let's welcome Miguel to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you? You are doing great. I appreciate your honesty, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, so you uh, you you work in uh, what you're in uh, Northern California, correct? Yes. Awesome. You work for SMUD. I used to do a lot of work for SMUD. What does SMUD stand for again? Sacramento Municipal Utility District. I used to I used to get a lot of their executives probably about fifteen years ago when I did a lot of work in Sacramento and so so you actually came and it was interesting because your company didn't really send you right Miguel it was actually a friend of yours is he a mentor a boss and what would you call Brett what's Brett to you uh, it's kind of like all of the above it's like a respected peer he was um, I was on a crew with him and he was a lead and he seen me going down a path of uh, not believing uh, I can do you know. Be, believing I can do good and just like yeah. when uh, I wouldn't be able to believe in myself. So he, he really um, uh, believed in me and make sure I can do my best. So, uh, so I gave, a, I have to give a lot of respect to him. Yeah. When did, how long have you known Brett? Uh, probably about six years now. Wow. So here's a guy who's kind of a peer, not really technically a boss, not really in your upper echelon, but here's a guy who you worked with, who saw something in you, who believed in you, who who believed that you were living below your potential. Is that fair? Yes, correct. Yeah. And so here's a guy, and what's incredible is here's a guy with everything that we just said that I know this guy, this guy paid for you out of his own pocket to attend this training. Now, Miguel, how old are you? I'm 26 years old. Okay, 26 years old. How many people do you know that you barely know would take $2,500 out of their pocket and put it on someone like you? How many people do you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no my point, Not right? Yeah. By the way, brother, age, either. Yeah. yeah, neither do I. Just so you know, neither do I. So, uh, But that's what's so cool. Because, you know, we think we got to have so many. You no know, one person. Is it fair to say that Brett has made a huge impact on your life? Yes or no? Incredible. Yes. Yeah. Even before this class. Because the reason you got to this class is because he believed in you, was already pouring into you, correct? Yes. 
Yeah, that's what's so cool. That's what's so cool. And I got to tell you, Miguel, when I talk to you, when I talk to this guy right there, this guy was gung-ho. You know, there's a lot of times I got to convince people. I got to maybe cajole. I got to kind of twist. I got to manipulate. I'm pretty good with words, right, Miguel? So I'm pretty good with words. I can can twist those words to get – I didn't have to do that at all. When I called you, you had already got your ticket bought, your plane ticket bought. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. I called you up and said, uh, so you, wait, so I'm ready to go. I got my ticket bought, everything. I'm ready to go. That is so rare. So you were pumped. You were excited and all that. So be honest with me, Miguel. Thursday night, five minutes into it, you know, I think Mr. Garcia went first. So he he got up. He did that first activity. I sat him down, and you guys now realize what's going on. What were you thinking five minutes into it, Miguel? I was like, Brett, what have you got me into? <laughs> I was like thinking it was going to be a PowerPoint. I got to take some notes. Yeah. And it was yeah. not that at all. Uh, Isn't that yeah, funny? It was, it was yeah. pretty uh, nerve-wracking. Yeah, you thought that, oh, this is going to be one of those corporate type of trainings where we'll have drinks at lunch <laughs> and there's a PowerPoint and you kind of come back right. if you want to come back or not. Uh, and I think probably 30 seconds when that door swung open within 30 seconds, you knew this was not your daddy's training, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I got your attention. Fair enough to say that I got your attention from the time we started to the time we finished. Uh, I had your attention. Is that fair to say? Yeah. And it's kind of like it was kind of hard because usually everything I try to prepare for something. I have a plan B or, you know, A, B and C. And this is I was thrown off guard. Yep. I wanted you to learn how to be in the now moment. And, And I put a lot of pressure in the class. Right. You could feel the tension in the class. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I do that intentionally. I explain a lot now, and, and I explain to you why, because, uh, you know, a lot of people, their natural tendency is reduce the tension, reduce the pressure. You know, they use laughter, guffaw, they use all kinds of uh, stress-reducing techniques, and I tell you right off the bat, I don't want you to reduce the tension in here. I'm the one making it intense. I, if I didn't want it intense in here, I wouldn't be making it intense. I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to learn how to function at a high level in a stressful environment. Do you realize how many people, when the pressure gets turned up, when the pressure gets intense, do you realize how many people shut down, they, they check out, uh, the lights are on, but nobody's home? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've experienced that a lot in the workplace. Like, uh, yeah. I think you know, people are judging me. I'm not doing something right, even if I've done it 100 times. If there's yep. people watching me, it's like I kind of second-guess myself. Yep. Up until now, <laughs> right? Up, up until, until now. now. Yeah, that's correct. And that's what I did in the class, right? I put a lot of pressure on you, right? And you had to learn how to be in the now moment and respond to that pressure without getting frazzled. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And- yeah, and I always tell people, when you've done with Mr. Black, when you had me for 48 hours, two days, what can the world throw at you, right? So have you noticed this week back at work that you're not frazzled, that you can, you're can kind of more casual, more at peace with everything going on? Have you noticed that about yourself? Yeah, just in the past couple of days, it's like uh, I see a lot of a change. Like my mind's clear, like I can see clear, like it's it's benefited me a lot. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and Miguel, this is a cool thing. Here's a guy, 26 years old, a 26-year-old man who carries himself like a mid-30s guy. Dude, you, 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 you have respect. You're hardworking. 
you're a good-looking guy, you're unhealthy, uh, you want the best that life has to offer you, uh, you're a hard worker, uh, you're, aren't you a single dad? Yeah, I'm also a single dad. How old's your, how old's your baby? Uh, he's seven years old. Seven years old, and you have full custody of him? Yes, full custody. And so you're a full-time daddy too, right? Yeah, you know, it, it takes a lot on me, like, juggling. It's like, I think that's why my my mind is all over the place, like, thinking about work and thinking about school and then thinking about picking him up, also thinking about the gym and then trying to be in the now, but also trying to plan my future. Yeah, it's a lot thrown at you, right? And and you're you're doing hard and you're wondering if you're going to make it, and then you got, you got sent to this class. And after the break, I want you to stay with me at the break because – after the break, I, I want to know what's different. You had said something to me uh, that your girlfriend, you said you came home, it was a day or two after, or something after you'd been there, and she looks you in the face, and she says, what did she ask you? What was the question she asked you? She said, who are you? <laughs> I love it. And I told you uh, that is one of the greatest compliments you can ever give, that when you can go home after 48 hours and the one who loves you so much looks at you and says, who are you? Man, you were pretty good before you left, but I like this better version of you even better. So stay with me, Miguel. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. The bill should also move quickly through the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, Please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up, be heard. Or you can text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio. 
can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123-800-504-1123-800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And today we are talking with graduates from Team 248. Today we're George, uh, joined by uh, Mr. Vela. So, Miguel, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I was reading the form, your last report that you filled out. I had you write out, share your fire. And the question I asked you was, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. And you put, my biggest block in life has been me. I like being comfortable. I didn't get uncomfortable unless I was forced to talk to about that. What did you learn about this comfort zone thing? It's it's kind of like my my safe place. Like I kind of like I'm a creature of habit. Like I like everything the same, and I'm comfortable, and and I, I mastered that. Um, and if um, and I'm already thinking about if something happens, if something goes this way, I can do this way. But if something gets thrown at me, I'm not prepared, and I freeze up. Up until now, so, up, yeah, up until now, up until up now, until now. That's that's the key, and yet you realize, you know, I talked about this all weekend long that the, uh, you know, that the uh, the system, an element in the system with the most flexibility has the most power and control. Uh, as a leader, we got to be fluid. As a leader, when we have self confidence in ourselves, when we know who we are, and we know why we're here, then all of a sudden we can handle things that were at us. Remember early on, the uncomfortableness, early on, the lack of preparation kind of threw you off. But as you got comfortable with it, everything changed, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you were able to speak in the now moment, you were able to speak with power. You were able to make connection. You were able to lead by example, uh, and and you realize that there's power in being uncomfortable. Because when we're uncomfortable, we got our spidey senses on. When we're uncomfortable, we're more aware. It's kind of like when you're in battle mode. When you get ready to go into battle, you you've got your 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 focus going. You got your commitment going. But if you just wake up, you're walking around with your head down and yawning, and not paying attention. You could you're easily attackable. That someone could get you. But that's the difference in life. You are in the moment. You are on guard in a good way. You are focused. You are committed. You have a vision, right? And when that happens, you embrace that uncomfortableness. Uh, and, man, your life has changed in 48 hours. Tell me what you've noticed different about yourself this week. What's been different? So I guess I have um, more of a clear vision. I I set aside my goals and, and just to live in the now, like um, I guess just being single for – for seven years 
it, it was all about me and my son. I have to plan this. I have to meal prep. I have to go to work. I have to figure out who's going to pick up the kid. And uh, it's, it's just always been on go, go, go. I never really, I didn't really feel comfortable with just sitting there. I feel like I always had something to do. Um, and I guess that's what, uh, while I was neglecting my girlfriend, it's like, uh, I was always, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I don't have, I didn't set aside time for her attention and her love. Uh, so that's, I guess the first day I came back, um, I was texting her. Okay. You know, I, I realized the problem and the neglect that, um, that I put her through. So, um, I started just giving her, um, basically a game plan of what, what's going to happen next. And just, she noticed it just right away as soon as I came home. Wow. Wow. And I'm, I guarantee people at work are noticing it. I'm sure your your son's noticing it. And, you know, because one other person we got to take care of is us. You know, I've been a single parent with two kids. You got to figure everything out. You got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of them. You got to plan ahead. Who's this? Who's doing that? What time? What? So, but it makes you a stronger man. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I know you respect me. And I know you look up to me. Uh, and, you know, I've been there. Been there, done that. I fought the good fight. And so I, I want you to know I'm proud of you. Uh, and, uh, listen, I have people that have been li- listening to me on the radio for eight years, uh, and never have considered going or thought maybe about going, listen, wh- why would you recommend if you, maybe you don't, but would you recommend someone go and why should someone go to this training? Just your own words. What do you think? Um, you know, what? It, it's really for everybody. I guess it's kind of, um, it, you're, you're the expert, so you'll target, what they're missing, what they're lacking, and what they can do better in um, that you can't really see in yourself. Um, yep. So I, I said just, just trust the person that sent you and uh, just That's hit the right. ground running. And you saw that you had 12 totally different people, all different wa- different backgrounds, different leadership levels, and you're right. I treated them all unique, didn't I? Yeah. Everybody has their own yeah. story and their own yep. weaknesses and um, accomplishments. yep. yep. Yeah, and tomorrow, that's actually what tomorrow's show is going to be. Uh, everybody's got their own story. See, so you're prescient. You're actually covering tomorrow's topic because that's exactly what it's going to be. And listen, I, I know you're busy. I know you're at work right now. I appreciate you calling in so much. And we got Miss Medina waiting to join us on the phone. So uh, God bless you, uh, buddy, and uh, look forward to seeing what God's doing in your life. And uh, we'll talk off phone, okay, Miguel? All right. Well, thank you. You have a good day. All right, buddy. You too. God bless. All right, let's go to phone line number two, and let's welcome Lavinia. Lavinia, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Yes, I am doing amazing, Mr. Black. Thank you so much. Uh, well, we had a little, she was going to be with us and then the co- company had a meeting and then she got out of the meeting. So she's with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you are one of those special people because I believe Anytime someone goes through my training, that their spouse should be one of the first ones that go through right after them because the Bible tells us to be equally yoked. And you're one of the special ones because your husband went through in my last class in Vegas, uh, and then you went through uh, my next class in Vegas. And so um, let me ask you, when when uh, your husband came home from my training a couple months ago. Did you notice anything different? Did you were you expecting any difference? What happened when he came home? Well, I was I honestly expecting him to even talk about like what how his um, event went, and he couldn't even like put it into words. And the whole time he's like, "You just have to experience it for yourself." And I was like, "Okay," you know, like I was listening to him, but not really hearing him. 
right? Yeah. And so, um, you know, obviously there was a change. I mean, my husband alone, he's just super calm, but just he had just a different perspective on things even more than before. Yeah. And just, you know, he wants the best for me and my and our kids. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I, at first when he told me, he's like, oh, you're going to go to this. And I was like, ah, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, no, you're taking time off. Like, no, you're going and you're taking time off. And I was like, uh, I guess I am. <laughs> and all he told I, me the whole time is just like, you're, you're going to, it's going to be mind blowing. That's all he told you. It's going to be mind blowing. Yes. It's, and it has, you know, just doing this at first, it was hesitations because I just didn't know what I was walking into. Um, yeah. I, I I was supposed to trust my husband. I did say, yes, I trust you, but did I really trust him? Uh, yep. Because I understand he wants the best for me, but it's like, it's me wanting to do it, right? And at first I was like, I don't want to yep. do this. <laughs> I don't know what I got myself yep. into. And immediately I wanted to give up. I didn't want to work yep. hard for it. And, yep. um, you know, just sticking to, uh, sticking to the program and just, you know, giving my all and really yeah. working hard for it, which... Um, for me, it has been just a um, um, a hiccup in my life in general. Yeah. Just working yeah. hard for things. I just want things given to me. You know, I want I want the goal of um, you know having uh, financial freedom and be successful yep. and you know blessing others uh, through my yep. success. But I just now I don't want. I didn't want to work hard, and I really got love. to the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little meat love. You know how I like to joke around with, with meat love. I'm saying, no, not the famous American leftover. I'm talking about the British singer. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. And we all want this success. We all want the best of life. But you you spoke truth that a lot of people don't want to do what it takes to earn it. They don't. They want it handed to them. We live in that type of a world. We live in the whole privilege movement. It's nothing more than violation of the Tenth Commandment. It's the covetousness movement. I want what you have, and yet the Tenth Commandment, which is the last commandment, which really encompasses all the commandments, is thou shalt not covet anything of thy neighbors, not their social standing, not their wealth, not their pretty spouse, not their 3.5 kids, not their white picket fence. Uh, thou shalt not covet either God's Jehovah Jireh or is not. Either you're pleased with the blessing and the grace and the mercy that God's given you or you're not. And it really does come back to that. And you would put down, when I asked you what your biggest block was uh, when you entered the trading, you said my biggest block was not knowing what my purpose was. You said I would get up in the morning and get get ready for work without knowing what my calling was. That, did you understand that when you went into class that you lacked purpose, or was that something you came to the realization of in class? Um, it was both. Um, it was just, I mean, it was more like I've always prayed to God, like, God, I need to know what this purpose in life for me is. What do you have for me in store? And then I have consistently prayed to God, you know, to show me the signs. And then for him to put me in a position to where I would attend your course, it was just like, okay, God, I see you. I hear you. Now, let me reveal to me what is my true purpose in this. Why is it that I'm dealing with the emotions that I'm dealing with? And just reveal to me what my, again, my purpose is. And so it took for me to take your course and your classes and your 
your, you know, your motivation and for me to really dig deep and what has been uh, preventing me from being who I want to be. And so, um, you know, from your class, I actually got what my purpose um, is in life. So I am wow. very grateful to God that has, you know, he has put you in my path oh. to learn from oh. and really show me what my true uh, purpose is. And oh, wow. I'm really, I'm very excited for what the future is going to bring. And it wouldn't have been possible. And I'm very honest about this, Mr. Black. It would not have been possible without your encouragement this past time and your um, the willingness to not give up on, uh, oh. on us, on uh, your class of 12 people. Oh, well, thank, thank you so much. And I'm going to let you go now. God bless you. You have a great day. We'll talk off the radio, okay? All right, I'll be back with the rest of you. Stay tuned, everybody. You don't want to miss it. I'm going to wrap it up, put a bow on it. Stay tuned. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. $525 is a cost to empower one woman to save their baby at Robbinsdale Women's Center. Did you know that last year, 279 moms chose life for their unplanned pregnancy? You can support RWC by donating a one-time gift of $525 or $44 a month to save a baby. Donate at rwcinfo.org. Empowering a mom saves her child. Give today to make a difference at rwcinfo.org. Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. 
Write this number down. 800-210-7907-800-210-7907-800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. You know, I am blessed, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm under construction, and this is why I do what I do, and this is why I get to walk with the people I walk with. You know, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system, and this is why it's so important. This is why I deal with all three parts of the human being. We are a body. See, plants live on a physical plane. Our body is on a physical plane. Plants Animals, people, my desk, my phone, my computer, all exist on a physical plane. But there's a second plane, and that is the social slash mental plane. Plants don't live on that plane. My computer doesn't live on that plane. My desktop doesn't live on that plane. But animals live on that plane. Because animals don't only have a physical dimension to them, they have a social, mental, psychological dimension to them, like humans do as well. But humans have a third plane, a spiritual plane. See, we're not our body, and that's a carbon-based life form, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. From dust to dust, that's what carbon is. It's the base element in in the universe. Your brain is the same thing. It's a carbon-based entity that will someday be worm food. That's it. You're not your body. It's a tent. It's a tabernacle. It's a vehicle. It's like if you drive by the dealership, there's lots of vehicles. That's your body. Let's be honest. Some people have pretty cool cars and mine's a Winnebago. You're not the body. It's a machine. You're not the brain. It's the computer, if you will, that runs the machine. You are the spirit. Now, whether you believe in a personal God or not, there is still something above you, beyond you. And so we got to realize we have to deal with all three. That's why I love this by Descartes. I think, therefore, I am. Now, he was basically saying he's just proving his existence because he got to a point where he got such down a rabbit hole that he didn't think anything was real. He had serious doubts into which uh, is there anything can be proven as real. I mean, he got to the point where he got frantic. He almost got psychotic with it. He needed to seek to repair some of the damage caused by his relentless doubting by by groping out for something, anything that he could absolutely be certain of. And after a while, he finds it. It's his conclusion, if you realize. It's not the beginning. This is where we go back to what we started with, with Descartes. I think, therefore, I am. See, here's the thing. That was not his thesis. That was his conclusion. See, he had got to a point where he didn't know if he could prove anything. It's kind of like what we got to in this world where we got to there is no truth. We got so crazy. And Descartes was so worried about being able to prove. He wanted to have, be honest. He wanted to have validity. 
He wanted to make sure that he knew the importance of what he was doing. And so he got to the point where he couldn't be certain of anything. He got to a state of confusion. It should make a lot of us, it should make sense to us. One of the things I see a lot is people are confused. I always say this, that the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Because when we're confused, we don't speak up. When we're confused, we don't step up. When we're confused, we don't act up. We hesitate. We stay seated. We stay quiet. See, this is where our perception of the world, this is so important. We have a perception of the world. This is why we're little meaning makers. That's what logotherapy is, that we have a will to meaning. That's what Dr. Alfred Adler said by the time a child is to five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. Our perception of what the world is. And when our perception of the world fails us, it can be jarring. We have a tendency to take it for granted that our experience is authentic. So when it proves to be false, it's like a bucket of ice water. According to Descartes' strict criteria for truth outlined, where does that leave us? If the authenticity of our experience can occasionally be doubted, then that's enough for Descartes to dismiss it as absolutely unreliable that our senses could sometimes mislead us without knowing suggests that they could mislead us all times. Do you see how he got himself in a quandary? If we cannot trust information obtained from our senses, he posited that how can we confirm the existence of any external world. See, it's not just our sensory capabilities that can be thrown into doubt. It's our ability to reason. And it can be hopelessly, helplessly impaired if we have reasoned incorrectly. That's the key. See, this is what happened to Descartes. By the time he got to the very end, he really couldn't prove anything. And he, it was kind of damaging. He got to this frantic point with worry He wanted to repair some of the damage caused by his relentless doubting by groping around for something, anything, that he could be absolutely certain of. And finally he found it. I think, therefore, I am. And really it can be better defined as I am thinking, therefore I exist. And that's what it means. He basically assured himself of his own existence, all that for that smart man, all that spent in decades just for his existence, to confirm it. But what I do is not confirm your existence. You already know you're alive. What I do is help you create an environment where you can ask yourself important questions. Why am I alive? What's my purpose? Why do I get up each day, do what I do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? And we have trauma, we have drama. You know, right now, I mean, if you see the stats, people are leaving church. Decline in church attendance drove deaths of despair among middle-aged white populations to study. It's happening all around us. I'm, I'm having church trauma right now, church I've been going to for a couple months. It's really not a church of Jesus Christ. It's the Shane Show. It's Shane TV. It's a small church. This pastor, basically, he's got his own little fiefdom. And he craps on people and he destroys people that might threaten his fiefdom. 
and he takes money from old people and takes money from poor people in his church. And he and his new wife go out on trips and go to New York City and they do Shane TV and Shane this and they go on trips to the Israel and the Holy Land and, and it's great. And in the process, other people watch and walk away from God because they generalize. They delete and they distort. I, in class, I might push hard on someone and then they generalize, delete, distort. All men treat me this way. See, whenever we get to all or never or always, you're always dealing with a victim. That is the victim cried, no one ever loves me. Everybody always treats me terribly. Always. Always. No one's ever treated you nicely. Never. No one's ever been kind to you. Every woman has always been mean to you. Every man has always abused you. See, those are lies that are created in the form of deletions, of distortions and generalizations. And over a lifetime, they start, we start doubting ourselves. And we stop believing ourselves. And we think we're not worthy. We think we're not good enough. And one thing I've learned over the last 31 years is I've met the enemy, and he's living in my shorts. In other words, we got to clean up our stinking thinking. Because if other people talked about us the way we talk about ourselves, we'd never tolerate it. We'd kick their butts. We'd never allow it. And yet we trash talk ourselves. We disavow ourselves. We discount ourselves. And it's not acceptable. And so we got to start going back to the basics. We got to take a look at our belief systems. I think, therefore I am. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. A majority of our belief systems have been put in place by the time we're five to six to seven years old. And the problem is you're not that little boy, that little girl. You're not that 12-year-old child that this happened to. You're not that 16-year-old girl that that man did this to. You're not that 21-year-old man that that girl did that to. You are not that same you. We can't change what happened to us, but we can learn from it. We can learn from the past, plan for future, but we must live in the now. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power, is our freedom. And one of the greatest powers, one of the greatest freedoms we have is the ability to realize that we are far more than we ever imagined. Then we can be more, do more, create more if we're just willing to let go of the past and reach out for a better tomorrow. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.